What is up, you beautiful souls? This is Elijah with the What's at, What's Next podcast. And today we're going to talk about credit cards and pretty much the basics of what a credit card is, how it really works, and how to kind of use it at your advantage. Um, no matter where you're at in your journey, whether you're just starting out, whether you're a veteran who's already had multiple, um, just kind of getting really granular with the system and understanding like I mentioned, why we need them and how they kind of work, because I know some of these things can be really technical. So understanding basics and getting a new perspective on what you could be doing or how you should be doing things, um, and really just getting an eye for why that's important. Awesome. So really, credit cards were created in a form to establish trust with other financial um, institutions like banks, um, you know, car dealerships who, you know, are items that typically have a high expense ratio. So in a, in a sense where most people know you don't have, you know, 10,000, 20,000 or, you know, hundred thousand dollars on hand. So credit cards help establish a rate of credit, which ultimately means your really your trustworthiness and how much people can really uh, rely on you to, to make a payment and be on time with things. Um, and, and at the very base of it, um, I feel like credit cards have such a negative connotation tied to them because so often you hear of somebody close to you that either is in really big credit card debt from a a credit card that they got early on and just spent way too much money and, uh, you know, really didn't understand how to be using it or what capacity and, almost saw it as free money, which by far none isn't the case. Um, I think, you know, some of the biggest risks associated um, just getting right into it of credit cards is just that, you know, getting into debt. Um, Too often not, like I said, you have those stories of people close to you that, you know, spend years and years paying off debt. um, And that's, not how I think life should be. I mean, that's that's not a happy lifestyle because it's always like, you know, you're living on end, you're living paycheck to paycheck and constantly having to pay down, um, you know, whatever amount you owe, be it 10000 you know, 100000 um, on a house, on a car, on different types of things. And so not that those are all on credit cards by any means, but just understanding that that's the base root of where credit cards come from. And kind of how we can think of it moving forward in terms of what it really is. It's a loan of, of money that you don't have, a line of credit. Um, and really, you know, creating a bad credit score ultimately tears down your your financial, um, you know, strength in a sense. So, and it's really easy to get into, you know, you swipe once, swipe twice. Um, you kind of forget what you, you've spent on and don't really track your spending and it can all get really, really fuzzy when, um, you know, you get down to the nitty gritty and it's really hard to get out of. Um, that's kind of the scary thing is, you know, it's so easy to, to lose track of your payments, not pay on time and, um, you know, really get yourself in a rut of what you're spending on and how that distributes across your, your line of credit and what, creditors ultimately think of you um, because while you may not think it's important to them it kind of means everything and it kind of establishes who you are in financial terms um, and just really creates a bad financial situation for yourself and like I said just constantly living end to end and 
um, and, and kind of almost a hole that you don't really want to get into. Um, but there are some great, great benefits of credit cards and just kind of outlining the basics and understanding why we really want to use them. Um, especially young on, I think, you know, people don't utilize credit cards early on enough. And I think the fear of it is getting into that exact financial rut that most people hear about. Um, so really the benefits of credit cards, it helps you save money. Um, and that comes in the term of interest rates on loans. So whenever you swipe your credit card and you start to build that, you know, line of credit, um, you get a credit score at the end of each month and it either improves, um, goes up, lowers generally anywhere between 700 and onward up is a really, really good score and somewhere where you really want to be. Um, anywhere below that is kind of on the lower scale of what you're going to be offered in terms of interest rates. And what that really means is kind of how much money you're going to owe, um, based on what you got it lent to you for. So let's say, you know, somebody loaned me $10 and I have to pay them back 1% of what I borrowed. So that's going to be $1. I mean, uh, well, one penny, I guess if, or let's do 10%. (laughs) We'll do $10. Somebody loans me $10 and the interest rate is 10%. So I have to pay them a dollar back. Um, so when I pay them, it's going to be $11. Whereas let's say if I had a great credit score, I would only pay 1% and owe them $10 and one penny. Um, just to give you, or 10, $10 and 10 cents. My God, my math is horrible. Um, but just to kind of give you a perspective of the difference of that, that's 90 cents of kind of where you were at in between based on how good your credit score really is. Um, and just creates a lot of financial flexibility for you within your own life and, and creates trustworthiness from the financial aspect of how the banks really see you. Um, and there are some added benefits to it too. You know, there, there are some awesome credit cards that, um, you know, offer points, cash back, um, and really different ways to utilize it in terms of what your lifestyle really revolves around. Um, so just to give you kind of a story of, of myself and where I came from as far as credit cards. So I got my first credit card at the age of probably 18. I think I was just coming into college. Um, and like most of us, I had no kind of clue what credit card to get and how it even worked. Um, I mean, to, to me, that meant, you know, you were an adult that, you know, you were trying to establish a line of credit. I knew vaguely what the importance of it was, but didn't quite understand how it worked. But my parents just told me to pay it off every month, pay the minimum at least. Um, and it wasn't really until I started reading that I understood how things kind of worked. And sadly enough to say, it was kind of after some bad things happened, more or less. So, you know, like most college students, we tend to spend on things we don't really need to. Um, And that's, you know, various things, night out with friends, you know, just getting a drink, um, you know, getting food or anything like that. That's kind of quick and convenient. And those swipes add up. And so when you first typically get a credit card, you start out at the basis of around 700 and that's where I was at. And then kept falling, kept falling, kept falling. And I got to a point where I was sitting at a credit score of around 640. Um, and that was probably at the end of my sophomore year. And 
it, it kind of frightened me because I was like, man, you know, this has happened so fast and I feel like I've been doing so well, you know, just paying things off. Um, but I'm, I'm going backwards. I'm going backwards and I'm paying everything correctly. And that's what the system told me to do. That's what my parents told me to do is just, you know, as long as you get at least the minimum in, you should be fine. But I was going in the opposite direction. And so that summer is when I kind of really started reading into it. And after reading, you know, I will teach you to be rich by Ram and Sethi, um, I really kind of learned how to utilize a credit card. And so I completely, I hid the credit card from anywhere within my reach, only use cash to make all, you know, any transaction. So I knew the money that I had was only the money that I could spend. Um, and you know, kind of saw slow gains. It wasn't until the end of my senior year that I got to around 680. Um, so I'm still not even in the 700s, but what I ended up doing after that, and this is because I felt like I was kind of moving up. I had my credit card for around four years. Um, I went and got a travel credit card. Um, just like I said, around my lifestyle choices and kind of where I want to use my points based on how I spend. Um, and that boosted my credit score significantly and so I was up to a 750 so I think like 80 points and that's you know based on the various rules that credit scores really value themselves on and, and it depends because it's like you know how much line how much of your credit that you utilize so if you use 10% of $10,000 you're spending you know $1,000 a month um, you know how much you pay off so if you're paying off just the minimum, everything in whole, and as well as, you know, how much credit you have out there. So if you only have, you know, like I said, $10,000 um, for so long, they're going to kind of, you know, set you down and pretty much stagnate yourself like where I was. And then until I open another line of credit and they cross over. So even if I have a $1,000 line of credit for one credit card and then a $2,000 um, line of credit at another credit card or with another credit card, that's a $3,000 credit limit that I have in total. And so that's what the kind of, uh, financial, financial institutions really look at in terms of how much of your credit that you're really using and how you're really using it across the amount that you have. And I know that can be kind of lengthy and kind of, you know, distinct in detail and kind of confusing as well. Um, but we'll definitely break it or I'll definitely break it down in another podcast. Just wanted to kind of give a high level overview of the, the uses of credit cards and kind of give some tips that I've seen in the past. So one of the biggest things for starters or people who are in college or, you know, don't even have a credit card yet. First thing I, I recommend is, you know, getting a starter credit card and those can be found using either nerd wallet or credit card.com. Um, and you don't really need to get fancy. You don't try and get, you know, a travel credit card or, you know, the major cashback one. The The first one that I got was a Discover It student credit card. And I think the line of credit I had was like maybe $900, um, which is, I mean, probably more than I needed at the time. But um, kind of gave me a little bit more flexibility around what I could spend and how much. Um, but also, you know, kind of kept me in check, you know. And that's really what I needed. So it was super helpful. Um, but like I said, don't worry about points or anything like that. Um, just kind of focus on getting a line of credit out there so you can start building up your credit score. Um, secondly, secondary or second, secondly, 
um, you know, don't pay any un- unnecessary fees. You know, there's credit cards that say, you know, you have an annual fee that you need to pay every year. Um, and that's something you don't want to get into. There's no reason you should pay to have a credit card at their institution just because they deem their card more worthy than anybody else's. Get a card that you don't have to pay an annual fee. Um, and really make sure that your interest rate is anywhere between like 15 and 25%. That's what most credit cards are typically, um, you know, charging as far as interest. And then really just set up auto pay. That's been one of the things that's been, you know, most beneficial. I'm super nitpicky and, and like to get granular, make sure that, you know, I'm staying up to date on how much I owe and, um, you know, how it's going to play into my life. Um, but yeah. And then if you're a veteran or somebody that has had a credit card for a while, look at ways that you can kind of benefit the most from your credit card, either with points, miles, or other benefits. You can use those same websites to really hone in on a credit card that's good for you. And like I mentioned, try to avoid fees and and things that you don't unnecessarily have to pay um, and try and get the most benefit out of them. The one that I just recently used and and mentioned that that I got uh, established for was the Chase Sapphire Preferred. Um, And that's really a a travel credit card that, um, you know, every time I swap my credit card, I gain points based on how much money I spend. Um, And some of these have, you know, initial rewards features in the sense that, you know, if you spend X amount of dollars within, you know, X amount of time, you get this many points. And so really look for those as well is something I'd recommend because, you know, it just incentivizes you not only to definitely don't want to say spend more, but, you know, um, get more out of the money you would have already spent. And so, um, Something I'd say is when those situations do occur and you're having to spend, you know, more money than you know to do with or feel, go ahead and spend on the things you would buy already. So, you know, spend on toothpaste, spend on, you know, food or meat, you know, things that you would buy at the grocery store that are kind of um, non-perishable and won't kind of wither away um, that you can kind of eat or, you know, consume later on um, just to kind of help you out get some some more spending in. Um, but don't get in a rut with this. Um, you know, really make sure you're tracking everything and how it adds up because at the end of the day, it's all about building your credit score. Um, so lastly, the most important thing, um, be smart with your money. Never, never spend more than you, you make, um, or have at one moment. Um, because that's really what causes these problems. And don't think that this is free money by any means. This is money that you pay back on, and in most cases, if it's 15 to 25% of what you owe, that's a significant amount, and I was looking at a credit card statement that I had received recently, you know, the the bill is for around $1,000, and if I were to pay the minimum, it would take me around five to seven years to pay it off if I only paid the minimum payment. That's just to give you a perspective. Five to seven years to pay off $1,000. Isn't that crazy? Um, (laughs) I just think that's wild. Um, so yeah, pay off your credit every single month, um, on time in full, um, and you'll be off to a good start with credit cards. Awesome.